0: who's back it's me it's me i'm finally back y'all and i promise that i have commitment issues obviously and this is a theme that's like that keeps resurfacing in all areas of my life um so this is it i'm committing to this i'm doing this and here i am I miss you guys so much. I missed um, just being able to get on here and talk my shit. My shit, meaning, I don't know, my experiences in life and whatnot. And I kind of got, I don't want to say distracted, but I just felt a little disconnected from everything and everyone. So I kind of needed to just sit and wait for that dust of the past two years to settle even though I feel like there is no settling this is just how it is and I just need to learn how to move through it while still getting the things that I want done and this is one of them horticulture ho I've been wanting to do this for a while and I feel like every time I get to like get on here and record or just do something towards fixing my website or anything pertaining to my personal goals it's been hard showing up for myself I'm not gonna lie it's been hard being my own uh, personal cheerleader being able to just get myself out of bed and like hey this is what you're gonna work on today all your stuff xyz nothing but you nothing to do with my job or anyone else's project do it so I've been working on that but before like I get into like where I've been and what I've been doing I want to start my podcast off by introducing one of my plants and I know I've gotten a few messages of people asking me like well how do your how are your plants so healthy or luscious and blah 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 what do I do so I want to say the first thing that I do is I name them I give them a name um a black name because they have to know who they are and what home they're coming into so I want to introduce my I want to say new but I think I got this in the summer from oh crap I'm dropping stuff I got this back in the summer from Home Depot I think I bought three of them because I was in love with these uh terracotta pots and I named this philodendron heart leaf, I believe it is. If you look at the leaves, it kind of looks like a heart. I don't know where the camera is, but it looks like a heart. So this is a philodendron heart leaf. <laughs> Excuse me. And I got this from Home Depot. It was a set of three. I believe the other plant was a ZZ plant and. The other was an ivy. The ivy ended up dying once I went to St. Louis. It just needed to be watered more frequently than all the others, so when I came back that first weekend, it was dead. But this one has been growing so much. Um, I've honestly been working on not buying so many plants because if you look at um, like some of the snippets from my first episode of Horticulture Ho, um, I was living in a jungle, and don't get me wrong, I probably still am living in my own mini jungle, but I had a lot of plants. And I think I was just like buying plants to just soothe whatever was aching or going on in my heart and my mind, and it worked, it was definitely therapeutic, but it got to a point where so many were dying, because for one, I was kind of being neglectful and I wasn't giving them the proper time and care. And um, I realized that I kind of just had to slim it down, stop buying plants, I don't care how beautiful and luscious it looks, I don't need any. I wanna work on sustaining and growing the ones that I do have, so that's what I've been doing. And if you can take a look, so many new leaves are coming out of this plant. When I got this, I wanna say that like all of this wasn't here and it was just small like that. But then, I started giving it the love and the care that it needed, and I named it Lamontarius. So, I do talk to Lamontarius every now and then. You know, just telling him that he is beautiful. He is strong. (sighs) He is luscious. And he is going to do great. And look, it works. Look at all these new leaves. This is one. One right here three, four, so I have four new leaves coming in, four, and I want to show you guys what I've been um, doing to keep it so full and green and growing, not just sustaining sustaining it, but helping it to grow, so I've been using miracle Grow. I had a neighbor tell me about this because I was trying to do too much, going to the plant store, getting like this liquid fish heck was that i don't know i was trying to do too much getting this liquid fish food and i think i tried like i think you had to dilute it with a pot of not a pot but you know like a watering can of water and i had watered a couple of plants and they automatically died so i'm like okay either like i'm not measuring something or I'm not measuring it correctly, or this is just not what I need to be doing, so keep it simple. I bought the Miracle Grow indoor plant food that my neighbor has suggested because I was wondering why his plants look so luscious, and I wanted to get like that too. So, this is an instant feed, so you just do one pump in your plant so i do a pump like that and if it's like a really big plant like something like this peace lily you can't really see the full size but something like this peace lily will take two pumps but something as small as this one pump every two weeks um i haven't been fertilizing which means using this plant food any of um my plants during the winter months so i've kind of cut back on it but um, i'll probably pick back up in the spring but this is the proof is in the pudding I wouldn't let y'all I've been using it for I want to say several months now and I'm gonna do like a plant highlights, like how to take care of them how to keep them looking green and luscious and if you're just listening to this podcast and you're not watching because I will put the video and audio on YouTube and maybe a few snippets on my Instagram but I will do a plant highlight that will showcase um, the plants that I do talk about on my podcast and give you tips on how to take care of them and how to um, place them and where to place them. So for this particular philodendron heartleaf, I believe you water this every five to seven days and like any plant, like each plant that you may have or bring into your home is not always going to be on the same watering schedule. So um, this is like a a process that i'm trying to figure out because i know some of my plants could be doing better by me keeping a consistent watering schedule so when you do water your plants once a week or once every two weeks you should try to mark that so you're not over watering them or underwatering them because i know some plants will start to yellow or brown with inconsistent watering so for this one when i did my research it did say every five to seven days but plants like this i just pick the pot up and if it feels light like very light um when you're holding it that's just an indicator for me that it needs to be watered or plants like this also um will start to wilt and that'll tell you like hey you need to wore it or soak it in some water till it perks back up and then drain it and put it back in its pot holder and in terms of like where to place a plant like a philodendron heart leaf it likes bright diffuse light so i have this sitting by my window but it's kind of i don't want to say hiding but it's tucked away behind a few other plants so it's not getting that bright light and i have a north facing window so i don't i get adequate light but it's not like oh my god like the sun is shining in my place type light like south side windows south facing windows would um receive but every five to seven days place it somewhere with bright diffused light and what else i think that it can tolerate any type of lighting condition as long as it's not like full shade i think it'll do well and um they do like humidity i've learned when it comes to any like pothos or philodendron they love humidity so if you have a humid apartment or do like me um i hate turning on the heat to be honest in the winter i do not turn on my heat it's just not a thing in here i like it very cool um, I don't like that stuffy feeling, so I utilize my humidifier. I'll try to bunch a, pun- a bunch of few plants together and put them under the humidifier so they can get a little humidity. and that also helps um, along with the miracle grow. Miracle grow in humidity, it'll make your plant go wild grow wild. So wow, I have another bud in here, so that's five new leaves that's coming. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five new leaves that's coming in. No, six. See, look at that. Six new leaves. Wow. This really makes me excited, like, when I see things grow and know I had something to do with it. It's a beautiful experience. I know I'm not trying to be super dramatic, but... Yeah. And one last thing about the philodendron heartleaf, it is toxic to cats and dogs. So I don't want to hear about nobody's Bella or Bentley rushing to the emergency room and thousands of dollars in vet bills because they got into this plant, which is toxic. So if you do have animals and curious pets like cats that love to play with plants, then I would suggest maybe putting this in a hanging basket or somewhere where they will not get to the leaves. But do know that some leaves do drop by themselves so they'll just drop off the stem and just be mindful when that hits the ground that your pet has access to that and if they are curious and eat and will eat it they will get sick so that's enough about lamontarius and if you want to catch up on everything i just said about how to take care of it or you know where to buy i'll put tips in my plant highlight and on my instagram and that's where you'll find Lamontarius. And I hope you guys enjoy that bit of information because I know some of you, or I've gotten messages regarding, you know, how to take care of said plant. So I'm gonna go through all the plants that I have, which are quite a few. So catch that in my plant highlights and Message me any questions you have. I'm open to sharing any type of information, plant-related, that you need. Now, let's get back to where Trish has been. Because I know my first and only episode dropped in February of 2021. And it's now December of 2021. And I plan on releasing this episode January 1st. So, if you're listening or watching this, it's probably around that date. And I told myself for a New Year's resolution, I told myself not only am I going to commit to doing more episodes, but not only that, I want to commit to a schedule. Because I've learned that there's so much growth. And there's just a lot of growth in being consistent. Because you can't just expect something to be great, or expect something to grow if you're not being consistent and just like you know I want to be consistent with watering and taking care of my plants on a strict schedule same thing with horticulture hoe, the podcast so I've decided to drop an episode every new moon so even though it's now January 1st, and this is when this episode is coming out. I do want to drop another one, January 17th. That's a new moon, and if you're not familiar with the new moon schedule, now would be a cute time to kind of just do a little research and learn more about them. Um, I love the new moon phases and the full moon phases because new moon, it gives you a chance to set specific intentions that you see for yourself in your life and you write that intention down light that candle manifest pray on it and once the full moon comes around and you've put in that action then you'll see like the work and the things that you create start to grow and starts manifest so I want to stick with a new moon schedule and I'll let you guys know, obviously, when a new episode is dropping, even if you, you know, aren't into that new moon stuff or don't want to do your own research, so I'll help you guys out and tell you, yeah, yeah. I think there's probably one new moon a month, maybe, I, I believe. One just passed, December 18th. I think that was like the worm moon. And then January 17th. To be honest, I don't know the specific new moon. Got to get back on you. Got to get back to you on that. But that's my New Year's resolution. Is to be consistent with horticulture hoe. And basically showing up for myself. Showing up for myself. This is something that I want to work on. And public speaking, or just being able to sit here and have the words flow out of my mouth, my thoughts, my opinions, and my experiences, and the things that I want to say to you guys, this is all a learning experience for me. I am working and learning my way through this, so I just want to let you guys know to just expect an episode from me on the new moon of each month. So, now that we got that out the way um yeah getting back to where I've been um a bitch has been working on herself okay ain't nothing cute about this it really isn't I know I look cute right now but there's nothing cute about (laughs) working on yourself it is very ugly you have a lot of ugly um moments a lot of ugly moments and that's what I've been going through like Even this podcast, the idea of it or what I see coming of it or where I want to take this. It's been a struggle just being confident and courageous enough to get up every day and work towards what I want to do. And I went through a lot of um, dark moments since the first episode, February of 2021. I don't know if you guys can even notice but the energy is different if you listen to my first episode i was very timid and even though i'm still nervous even though i'm the only one in my apartment right now recording this having dialogue with myself um still nervous but the energy is different from february 2021 to december 2021 a lot has happened a lot has transpired during those months and i'm just happy for a happier energy, a more confident energy, a more courageous energy that I want to push forward and keep and not, you know, fall off the deep end again. But, um, I've been working on myself. That's what I, I don't know if you can hear Theo's digging. She's doing her digging thing on her bed. But, um, I was, I don't, I believe I had told you guys Back on the first episode, that you know, I was unemployed. I got laid off um, from my previous job, and I was unemployed for almost two years. So, even though that time being home was so beautiful, it was probably the best years of my life. Um, I got to get a lot done. I got to um, recognize a lot of things within myself. And by doing that, by putting a name to the things that you feel, whether it's a negative feeling or a positive feeling, you're you're bringing awareness to yourself not only bringing awareness to yourself you can also start working on those things like hey i have anger inside of me and just being able to name that like the anger that you carry you can it's just one step one step closer to getting past it so if you put a name to certain things that you're going through, it makes it easier to sometimes get through it. So, um, I was just recognizing a lot of things about my life and myself and putting names to it and trying to work past it. And that's not something that like you can rush through. So, um, I try to give myself a lot of time to figure things out. And I tell people this, um, my friends and, you know, people that I'm close to that I let time work through things. I may have like, I may know what I'm going through or have a feeling or an idea, but I truly let time reveal things and that's what these few months have been, letting time reveal my path and, um, you know, healing, letting time heal trauma too. So, I've just been here, I know it probably sounds boring, but I know I'm not the only one that has been going through this. I feel like um, a lot of us are being awakened, and we're realizing that um, we don't have a lot of time here on this earth, and we only get one shot at this, to do what we want to do and be who we're meant to be. So, I was working through that and realizing, like hey like I'm not going to be here forever and when I leave I don't want to have any regrets so it's do or die now that's the energy that's been going on and I know a few of you have been asking if I'm still um, on this road of sobriety and this path of sobriety and I am Um, that was another big thing of being laid off and being cooped up in my apartment even though I was able to create such a beautiful space to be in such a beautiful energy to be in Um, there's nothing like a sacred spot there's nothing like a home that's just yours where you can go to and decompress or do whatever you want to do it's yours so I was able to just revamp my whole apartment get out any old energy that I was holding on to And I was able to create such a beautiful space, but it was also a downfall too, because I was in my own little bubble, um, smoking way too much. I was smoking way too much, numbing my brain. That's really what it was smoking and just kind of just letting time just numb and work through it. I guess it was just like a coping mechanism for me working through the uncomfortability of that uncertainty, because I didn't know how I was going to make money the next month I didn't know if unemployment was just going to stop the next day and I was you know I'm I have bills I have a car I have an apartment like I take care of myself so it was a really uncomfortable time for me and I just didn't have the focus to give to Horticulture Ho or any of my um ideas or goals that I had set so I just kind of I don't want to say put it to the back burner, but I just recognize like, Hey, now is not the time to work on this. You obviously have a whole lot of other work to do on yourself and your story is still being written. So you need to just focus on yourself right now. And that's what I did. And, um, I am definitely someone that walks by faith and a woman of God. So I started praying. I don't know if like you ever get to a point in your life and you don't know what to do or where to go. And like, nothing you're doing is helping and i even got to a point where i'm just like smoking and i'm just like why am i smoking like just smoking to get high and i started to hate like that feeling of being high and i it's, it turned into a lot of anger and i just found myself praying to god one day and i'm just like lord your humble servant here again <laughs> if i Stop smoking and you know I love to partake in a little bit of weed. I know it's gotten out of control, but if you open up a new path or just give me something to work with, I will stop quitting cold turkey. I will stop quit smoking cold turkey. Like I'll quit. If you give me an opportunity, a reason, give me the strength to go through the withdrawal because me quitting has been a thing these past couple of years and um, I have the worst withdrawals. Like you would think that I was like on crack. I'm like mm, doing that type of stuff. So, I'm, so i was, mm. I was sitting here questioning myself. Like, am I, am I a crackhead? Like, am I feening this much for weed? Like that? I can't sleep at night. That I'm having chills and that I'm like sweating and all of that but I've realized like that's the thing like a lot of people don't uh think that they can have withdrawal withdrawals from weed but it's a drug and I think with um our culture when I say our I know I'm particularly speaking of um black people African Americans or people of color when it comes to marijuana like within our culture it's just viewed as such a a natural drug or a healthy thing i don't want to say a healthy thing but something that's not unhealthy for us but at the end of the day it's still a drug and you can go through withdrawals and not only that um we're moving into a time where you just have to be careful about where you're buying and what you're buying because i know you guys have seen on the news that weed was being laced with uh what is that phenolin or whatever that is So that kind of scared me, too. Like, I don't know where this is coming from or what I'm putting in my body or if it's having an adverse reaction or something. So I told God, I asked God. Could you tell God nothing? I told God, (laughs) I asked God, (laughs) I'll quit. But please, can you give me something to work with? Because these past months, like, no opportunities were you know, coming my way. I just felt like I was stuck in this one spot, and I don't like feeling stuck. So, um, I quit, and then I end up having an opportunity to become a flight attendant. So I was in St. Louis for two months, um, in flight attendant training. And I was just very thankful to just have something to work towards. And even though like that whole experience was probably the worst experience of my life, maybe I'll talk about it in another episode if, if I'm up to it. Um, but it was a hard two months. Okay. My living situation, just the company itself and what we were going through it was a lot, but I was very grateful to, um, go through something that was truly testing, not only on my physical and mental and spiritual health, just being able to get through it. It felt really good to me, even though I recognized like, Hey, this is probably something that I really don't want to do forever. I'm still working through it and I committed to it. And I was very proud of myself for doing that. So, um, I was in flight attendant training for two months, and that was really tough, and I had no time to work on anything. I was just worried about getting back home and getting back um, into the swing of things, um, which is what I'm still doing. Now, being a flight attendant, it's not um, just a job. It's truly a lifestyle, and I didn't understand that until I was actually doing it. It's tough. And I recognize that I may not want to do this for a long time. It's just not something that's meant for me. Um, There's a lot of wonderful people that um, are made to do this. And I respect flight attendants and pilots and first officers so much after actually being in that world and um, maneuvering in it. It's not easy. It's really not. But um, it's just not for me. It's not for me. I know I'm meant to be doing something else and um I'm still working as one but I'm still figuring it out and that's been tough as well but I've been giving myself grace that um time will reveal as long as I continue on the path that I'm meant to and um continue to figure that out which has been hard because when you're truly not like invested in something, it makes doing the job extremely hard. But I feel like if I quit and I go back to a desk job and still struggle with meeting my own personal goals, I feel like it was all worth nothing. Like it, like what I worked for, it was all for nothing. So I've been really trying to um, follow God and follow spirit. And using my intuition, because I do feel that I'm supposed to be right where I am, even though it's making me very uncomfortable. Um, I'm just learning to live in the present. And each day brings new hope, new faith, new information that I didn't have the previous day. And that just makes it easier to maneuver in this life. But, um, yeah, that's where I've been still adjusting to the new normal because if I wait for the dust to settle from everything that has transpired these past few years it'll never settle because we're still operating on a new way of life like it, it doesn't look like COVID is going anywhere so I can't wait for it to die down to travel and I can't wait for things to slow down when it won't so this is me living in the present and doing what i want to do which is get on here and talk to you guys and create a community of people of who have the same ideas thoughts and experiences and we're able to talk about it like how did you get through that just hearing someone else's point of view someone's perspective on something that you possibly went through and being able to gain some insight on it. I think that is such a rewarding experience. Um, this is why I, I appreciate my friends who I have these conversations with that I'm able to learn from them and learn from their experiences, learn from their success, learn from their their losses and their wins. So that's why I'm here to talk about my experience and hopefully that helps someone anyone even if it's just one person that's what I struggled with too like you know how you like I'm such a creative person so there's honestly a lot of things that I could out here be doing but I just get so stuck and kind of like in my head about like okay like what the fuck there's so many people talking right now who wants to listen to you and what you got to say but I really have to um stand in my power stand in my confidence and like tell myself be my own personal cheerleader which is really fucking hard but tell myself like it doesn't matter if there's one person out there listening to you it doesn't matter someone is going to take something away from what you said it can be in passing it could be someone telling someone about my podcast and what I had said and what resonated and boom now there's two or three people that um are learning something from a shared experience so that is the point of this and that's why I wanted to come back because I've lived a lot of my 20s just being reserved and not really communicating with people and there's so many people out here that I could be vibing with that, you know, we've been through the same things. like, damn girl, you made it out too? Shit. It's been fucking tough and just kind of having that support like, you know, we can get through this as a collective and as single people like everything that's going on we can get through this and still cater to our own personal goals and just continuing being good people to each other so that's all i'm going to leave you guys with today i hope to catch you back here in the green theme scene my apartment listening to me watching me or whatever so make sure you subscribe like share to anyone you think that may take something from what i'm saying and i want to say look out for my next episode january 17th i'm not sure exactly what the topic will be i want to just kind of live in the present whatever comes up by then and i'll talk about it beautiful but um over and out, and I'll see you guys later.